0: you ever felt that you're turning into Play in the world. a zombie? Maybe you're not alone.
1: Whose blood is that? Is that your blood?
0: No, oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Dead Harvey Podcast. This is the podcast for both indie horror filmmakers and fans. The goal here is to help indie horror filmmakers by talking about what's going on out there, highlighting how other people made it, and giving you the tools you need to get projects done. And we also want more people watching them. So we're going to talk about all the cool projects and films that we find and talk about the things that we're seeing and stuff that's out there. And if that sounds good to you, please go to deadharvey.com, join our e newsletter, follow us on social, subscribe to the podcast. We want to hear from you, too. So uh, shoot us a note. Send us an email. All our contact info is on there and tell us what you want us to talk about, because, um, you know, we're open. And today we're diverting from what we usually talk about, uh, where we talk about different uh, projects or we're talking about how we're self-distributing one of uh, Brad's films. But today we want to talk about zombie films because... It seems like there's been some cool zombie films coming out recently, and it made us think about the zombie films. It's a personal favorite genre of mine. Uh, So that is where we're going to go. But first, uh, before we get to zombies, we're going to talk about what's on our radar. And I'm the one who's not zombie related, so I'll go first. And I'm kind of, both films that I saw recently have the the word monster in their title, and I don't know which one to talk about. Love and Monsters, which was the PG-13 monster movie that was on netflix or monster party which i finally watched which i believe i saw on amazon uh, I've seen both of those uh so yeah. Which, yeah so whichever one is cool yeah i mean i don't know like first off you and i wrote a script years ago uh called american dream that yep. one day we will still make but holy crap when i watched monster party was i like did i see a lot of i don't want to say crossover like they're totally totally different mm-hmm. but the reason we wrote American dream, the themes and the look and the feel behind it is the same as monster party for sure. Yeah. And like, what a cool film too. Like it looked good. It really was indie dealt with some crazy ass shit. Like it was, I mean, when I read the, when I read the log line, which was essentially that these small time crook guys try to rip off a, a, they get invited to this big house party at a mansion And then they find out that it's a bunch of recovering serial killers. uh, um, And then they have to escape the house. At first I was like, I don't know where you're going with this, but yeah. it actually, it actually serial, kind of killers, made,
1: serial killers in recovery, I guess. In, in recovery. And,
0: yeah. And it was, um it has a look and feel of an indie film. You can tell that it's an indie film, but, and it's dealing with subject matter and, and it has violence in it. That's way over the top that you can only get away with in an indie film. Like some of the headshots yeah. and, and, and murder scenes were, 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 not acceptable to any theatrical release right they were yeah. way over the top but the actors that were in it were recognizable faces which made yeah. uh, and, and good actors like so like the main guy facilitating the, the 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 recovering serial killers was lance reddick who's the who's the kind of he's in all the john wick movies he's kind of the the guy who's the facilitator in that in that uh, yeah
1: with a very distinct voice um uh also was in the wire and then um what was that show fringe fringe about like, yeah, parallel fringe, dimensions and whatnot. yeah yeah alternate yeah and, then,
0: well, yeah, yeah and then the psycho dad was uh julian mcmahon he was in fantastic four he was in nip tuck yes that's right yes yes <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's, and, he's tot- yeah. and he's totally perfect for that mm-hmm. smarmy like mm-hmm. super uber rich psycho and even the son the son who played super psycho guy um was in a bunch of stuff as well anyhow i was like I, I It was a total watch on a whim, and I and I I had seen it being like targeted to me, but yeah, what like like it made me think about our our project, uh, our script, and I was like, yeah, you know what? There's guys out there, and I wonder if like like almost part of me is like, if we do a polish on American Dream, you know, get it updated a little bit because it's been a few years since we kind of looked at it, and there's some new stuff we could put into it. These are the guys, I would like. These are the guys you want to reach out to and be like, "Hey, I, I don't know if you guys want to do like." And this is also it made me yeah. think. It's like if you made a movie and then got pitched right afterwards, one that was kind of similar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You always hear that some people are like, "Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll let me dig into another one that's like this," or some people are like, "No, I don't want to get pigeonholed." But a part of me was like, "I want to get to our script. I want to revamp it and get it to these guys because they, they nailed the look and feel that we would have wanted for for our yeah. script."
1: And our basis of it was uh, similar to this because it was these interactions that we've had with people that have these extreme narcissistic uh, ego personalities. And they're just so proud of it. And like the way they talk and everything is just hilarious. Like almost like they have just zero filter whatsoever and are proud <laughs> of horrible things that they've done. And so, and so we, we thought like, what if this like went one step further and they were like a killer or something else like that. And <laughs> they, that that was like basically like the inspiration for it. So I saw the parallels when I saw it as well too.
0: Well, yeah, it was, I, I, anyhow, I was like thoroughly entertained by it. And I just thought this is, this is great. And it was, it, they probably, I mean, they actually, There's a little more high concept. It's like, okay, what would happen if you showed up in a mansion and got Mm -hmm. locked in with a bunch of serial killers that were trying their best not to kill everyone because they're recovering? I mean, that's fairly high concept. Ours was more about these crazy psycho... Thinking people that we've had we've had some interactions with, and it's like if you put them in a party and had to hang out with them, and, they and they're hosting got, the party, yeah, and they're hosting <laughs> the party and yeah. just got pushed to the edge where edge where they they were or they were capable of killing somebody, and you were at that at that party what would happen right if they'd just been holding it together keeping keeping the, <laughs> yeah. all the glue together but that day that you're there they snap and everything they snap the the and air. then what happens and that was yeah. kind of, so there's similar oh they're, they're similar but hey anyway, i i thought it was i thought it was, i was thoroughly entertained yeah it was um, cool it was
1: definitely very cool i enjoyed it
0: yeah so then let's get to what's on your radar because it segues well into our main yeah. topic but i would want to comment one thing because you're mm-hmm. going to talk about a zombie film yeah the one thing that I swear we're going to have to do a future episode on because we're, we're like we've seen enough zombie films recently that we're doing this one completely on zombies. I still can't get my head around why there's so many shark movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> we definitely have to do one, on right, and I think yeah, we yeah. should do one on random shark <laughs> yeah. ones. Like, like while I would because when you're on Shutter <laughs> yeah. or Tubi, all of a sudden you get through. It's like why is every third film like? And there was one called Virus Shark yeah i noticed
1: that one the other day too <laughs> I, like, I wanted to talk about sharks like when christmas was around and santa jaws came out it was a shark
0: santa Claus <laughs> gonna, I, I don't know what it is but we're gonna have to do a deep dive on shark core and yeah. uh, and do a future episode there i wanted to bring it up because i was like virus shark okay <laughs> definitely so that'll be a future one okay so anyway, what's on your radar
1: so well i've had a pretty good week because i watched uh two great puppet movies um sort of back-to-back. There, first, There, there was Willie's Wonderland, and then there was uh, Frank and Zed. So today I'll be talking about Frank and Zed. And just like a puppet movie is a treasure, puppet horror is even more of a treasure. But with Frank and Zed, you got puppet horror and zombie movie. So trifecta right there. Now, I just sort of stumbled across this one by accident at first. We talked about it, about it a couple episodes back. I was looking at like sort of little like short horror movies or whatnot to put in uh, the show notes just so like people could check them out. And I saw this trailer for Frank and Zed. And basically, like the description of this is uh, two reanimated corpses depending on each other for survival, live a life of solitude until a power-hungry magistrate tricks a group of villagers into attacking their lonely castle, fulfilling an ancient prophecy, the orgy of blood. So basically what this is, these two puppets sort of like keep each other alive. So there's a zombie puppet named Zed, and he needs brains. And then Frank, who was the Frankenstein puppet, needs to be reanimated. So Frank goes out and searches, <laughs> and searches for brains for Zed, mostly from woodland creatures. And then he feeds him. And then so Zed has the uh, enough energy to revive Frank when his juice is running out to, so, like, lightning shock him so he become a Frankenstein monster. And then this prophecy gets unleashed. The villagers come after him. And then basically what it turns into in sort of like the second half of the movie is what I can describe is, like, basically, like, all the spirit and a similar sense of humor that you got in the movie Dead Alive with that kind of like splatter and comedy just like spot on perfect with these really awesome puppets, a great expressions, great like life and personality. And then all this like splatter and chaos at the end. It's just fantastic. So that, this is a highest recommend for me. Is it full puppet or is it? Oh, puppet it is, in, all, intermix, it is all, all
0: puppet. It's awesome. All puppet. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. But that, I mean, while... Well, I appreciate an all puppet movie because you can control your environment. And if you're a puppeteer type and you're into that kind of stuff, it's great. But I, I have heard that like, that's just as hard. Oh, absolutely. Of, they have how hard it is to do uh, at the beginning of the screener. They have a, uh, they have like
1: this little short they did and it's called shine. And it's sort of like a barbershop quartet of puppets that get decimated. And so there's like all this like puppet splatter in there. Mm-hmm. And they say like, at the end of that, they're like, this took us two months to make and now they have, and when they did uh, introduce Frank and Zed, they're like, this took us six years. And that's because it's all just like totally DIY handmade kind of stuff. There's, but there's so much more, it's so refreshing to see that because everything nowadays is usually so CGI related, let alone like the, just like the handcrafted work that goes into making puppets and the much more like personal, you notice so much more of the details too, like the little miniatures and everything else is really cool.
0: Yeah. I can see the appeal to it. I mean, the, the introverted nature of so many creative people out there to be like, I don't have to fucking deal with people. I just deal with puppets all day long. <laughs> yeah. But this
1: still takes a big crew to, well, at least a sizable crew to like puppeteer all these things uh, as well. Too. Yeah, and, like create all like the, like they had a couple of like the behind the scenes things, you know, they're creating like the servos for like the eyeballs to move and everything else, and you know they show like people have to get in some of the puppet costumes when they have some of the larger puppets coming after, keep their face hidden and everything. So, yeah, th- there's cool. definitely there's, there's a very distinct craft that goes into like puppetry. I can How really appreciate. It? It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I can I can really appreciate, the, but but I mean the, the idea of like because we've I mean I, I've been in. All, well way back when, when we were doing more shorts and different stuff and especially after, after film school the idea of not being able to control your environment not being able to control what's around you the appeal to doing a puppet project is is pretty high so i mean all the best to that if it took that long that's the one thing that i know from anyone who's worked on anything like that it takes mm-hmm. so fucking long to actually put them together oh,
1: but. and there's way cool shots that they put in there that are, that are reminiscent of dead alive and also like a lot of the sam raimi stuff where, remember like quick and the dead when somebody shoots a hole yeah. Uh, yeah. through someone else and then like you see like the pov is like behind that and it shows the opening of the hole in the body they do shots like that in this movie that are really cool like these really cinematic shots but they incorporate puppets into it which is great
0: mm-hmm. That's awesome yeah okay well i have to i mean i have that we have a copy of the screener and um I, there's one viewing left on it and i'm gonna have to get to watching it i just yeah, so I, I used I, the,
1: the first two back to back but it said i promised yeah, i would save
0: one for you yeah so i have one left and i tried to get it to work on my tv but i couldn't so i have to wait till i can well i'll definitely be yeah, buying yeah, it when it comes out because it's, yeah,
1: it's a must own so yeah
0: so and i have to wait until um yeah until i can figure out when to watch it. it that was a frustrating i thought i could i could, thought i could port over the 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 link and be like, okay, I can watch it on my TV, on the smart TV and put the internet. It did not work. Yeah. Um. But it's a good segue because I had recently watched, first off, let's just have full disclosure. The zombie genre is, is, is one of my personal favorites. Yeah. I, I in film school and after we, there'd been two zombie, we, I'd, I'd done two short zombie films. One, we had just called outright living dead mm-hmm. uh, and we filmed it in Montana Uh, and it was uh it was it was what we had done was that it was a documentary about a a guy that was convinced or a crew that was convinced that zombies lived in the hills around them so that we interviewed all the people and no one knew what they were talking about they went in and they ended up killing a whole bunch of people but it turned out it was they weren't zombies at all yeah (laughs) that was our kind of like twist on it it was a short film that we had done but that was kind of my like i've always loved zombie films and I've heard over the course but so like over the last 20 years, you like there's been these, not, not, you're not even 20 like longer pivotal moments in zombie films and everyone kind of said, like, well, this is it. The zombie film is dead. Oh no, they, they can't do any more. The zombie film is dead, but there is just as many zombie films now as there ever has been. And I still think there's a lot of life left in them. So I think if you're a filmmaker out there, there's a lot of appeal to the zombie film. And I think there's still like every time we think something hasn't been done, something gets done and, 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 and it's, and there's enough room to do so much different stuff. So we thought we would, well, first off, if you're a filmmaker, this would be kind of a cool thing. It might give you some ideas on zombie films, because zombie films are easy to execute on a mm-hmm. one, one level, and sometimes they're hard to execute. But they are for, I mean, you're really dealing with just putting people who, even if they can act or not act, and just running around in the background for a lot of zombie films. Or you can go all the way to like a World War Z, where they're all CG done or, 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 or whatever. So we thought we'd go through kind of the history of zombie films, some of the ones of our most favorite zombie films, talk about some of the filmmakers. Hopefully it gives some guys some ideas because there also is this real, a lot of support for zombie films. Like people like myself, if, if I'm choosing between a shark movie and a zombie movie, I'm 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 gonna pick this. I'll, I will watch almost any zombie movie just to see. Yeah, me too. Yeah. See what they're doing. I mean, like, I like yeah. zombie films, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the like some like Sasquatch movies are like. Yeah. There's certain genres. That it's like if you like them, you're gonna watch more of them. So that's what we were gonna cover off. So I mean, I don't know if you want to start. You can talk with the actual history where the idea of zombies came from. You you start there, but where the idea of zombies came from.
1: Okay. Well, basically, yeah. zombies have uh, roots in Haitian voodoo ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, so the very first uh, zombie movie was the very first feature length zombie horror movie was White Zombie, starring Bela Lugosi, which is about the Hollywood concept of Haitian voodoo zombies. And this is, of course, decades before Night of the Living Dead came out. And the yeah, but this is like we're talking about. Redefined the... zombies and the, like the zombie. Yeah, but we're uh, talking like the 30s. We're talking the
0: 30s. Yeah, of course. It was this I mean, 1932
1: the white zombie came out.
0: Yeah, and it's literally about reanimating the dead. This isn't zombies as we know it. This is yes. the Haitian. And, and you do later on see this same genre of, uh, of zombies exist, like Serpent in the Rainbow and various other films do utilize this type of zombie.
1: Yes, absolutely. Now let's, now, now this is what's kind of tricky right here, because there's a lot of divide about like what is considered a zombie and what are zombie mm-hmm. movies. If you're based on like um, if your definition is based on like an automaton or basically something, somebody controlled by something else or somebody just being like a mindless person or you, know, you describe like, Oh, my coworker just sits there like a zombie. Um, so if you're using that description, it's just like an automaton or like a person sort of like a robot or like a mindless person with no, like no life in them that has a much larger crossover to what is officially defined as a zombie. But if you go by Webster's definition of what a zombie is, that would be a willless and speechless human being as in voodoo belief and in fictional stories held to have died and become supernaturally reanimated.
0: Yeah. Which is also, there's been lots of ways that that's varied as well. Like like there, there are certain, I mean, so realize like the zombie we know, I mean, it's kind of funny because when you look at how, like, and we'll get to this in a bit, like where they took sidetracks or someone redefines what a zombie can be. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's no longer just that. But the idea is basically it's an undead, the, yeah, the technically
1: g- from the original definitions it would be it has to be like a reanimated, a re-animated corpse g- by supernatural means um and then like second definition of webster's is the person held to resemble the so-called walking dead which would be like an automaton like a mindless mm-hmm. drone kind of mm-hmm. and then um third one would be uh, a mixed drink made of several kinds of rom- <laughs> and fruit juice which is my favorite zombie
0: that that is a good zombie <laughs> as well so then let's i mean so Looking through like like knowing that where zombies weren't, it's kind of interesting because zombie movies as we know them, and we're talking basically yeah. hordes of zombies like the living dead or coming back, um, really was defined by George Romero. In was it 1968? Oh, uh, so that would be so. Night of Living Dead came out
1: in 68. Yes, you are correct. Um, yeah. So that would be arguably the most well-known well known. and the
0: Zombie movie. put it on the radar because yeah. I do I do believe that after White Zombie, there were reanimated dead movies that happened every once in a while. Like like like, you're arguably the Mummy, mm-hmm. uh, um, which was one of the classic horror characters, is, is a zombie. That's a reanimated dead. Uh, yeah. Right. So true. you. That's you, true. You,
1: yeah. So they could you... technically, a mummy could technically, that's where all this stuff gets like really murky because mm-hmm. it all sort of bleeds over into the same thing. So like body snatchers is also very, zombie very... reminiscent, but it's somebody being controlled by a parasite or taking over the host, but they don't actually, well, they cocoon them, I guess, in body snatchers, but um, mm-hmm. somebody actually has to be
0: killed and then brought back to be considered the traditional zombie. If you go from the original description of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so let's, so the whole idea had existed about reanimating yeah. the dead and the fact that there is this horror element, which, which you're, when you're talking about uh, uh, the invasion of the body snatchers, there's a yeah. horror element about losing control of your body, which is another portion Absolutely. of this, yeah. which, Absolutely. which comes, which goes into that Haitian because part of the Haitian thing is that they control your body. Someone else is controlling right? your, your yeah. body. So there is this murkiness about it. But then in 1968, George Romero comes out with night of living dead. Now, this is an interesting story about how he came up with this cuz this redefined oh yeah yeah the, the zombie genre and what's interesting about it is he had he was working if i remember correctly he was doing commercials and like shit that he didn't want to do yeah and he was some, doing
1: industrial work yeah industrial in work yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, in pittsburgh he was a pittsburgh based guy was doing industrial work commercials and stuff like this and had this idea but originally because this was when like twilight zone and, and sort of bizarre movies were, were a thing and he originally wanted to do something more like body snatchers uh i can't like it was either a body snatchers thing but it was a it was, it had comedic elements like it was supposed to be a little
1: goofy yeah this is the now this is from the website uh, mentalfloss.com which has uh 10 10- trivia facts about Night of the Living Dead. So the original idea was for an alien comedy. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, there was a Romero and his buddies were working at Leighton Image, the Pittsburgh-based commercial film company. And then when they decided it was time to try making a feature film, the early concept for it was about hot riding alien teens who would visit Earth, meet up with human teenagers and generally cause mischief with the help of a cosmic pet called The Mess. But the, <laughs> the group's budgetary constraints made this concept impossible. So, Romero instead dreamed up an idea about a boy who runs away from home, only to discover a field of corpses under glass, which were rotting to the liking of alien creatures who would eventually consume them. John Russo presented this idea to Romero, who latched onto the flesh-eating angle. And then it was also inspired by I Am Legend as well, too, but instead of vampires, they turned it into zombies. They turned
0: it into zombies. And then... But then they lost the comedic element pretty much, yeah. uh, um, and and went. So I mean, and the cool thing about it too is that I think the six, there were six guys involved in that. And they each put in like six hundred bucks or something, and they ended up. or no, it was like a thousand bucks, whatever it was. They raised about six thousand dollars and said, "Hey, we're going to do it." They realized they needed a bit more money, so they went around and raised. I think they raised ended up raising a grand total of almost a hundred thousand dollars uh between the six of them to go out and make night of the living dead which by today's standards a hundred thousand dollars back then might be like 800 still uh, we're talking an extremely low budget movie they shot in black and white to make it look more real if i remember that like the color was an option Mm -hmm. but they were like ah that we can't make blood work we can't make this yeah it made them it made
1: it easier for them to do the effects and everything as well too. Mm -hmm.
0: so there's a lot of cool real indie stuff about them getting night of the living dead done but that movie went on to be like a huge hit um, Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and, and redefined uh, everything in the 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 zombie. And now, like, who doesn't use the word living dead? Like, living dead went on yeah, uh-huh. forever, right? So that really threw it on the map. Uh, and and I would say, like, he really doubled down 10 years later on Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. um, which he became a little more political because it was about, like, commercialism. And, and and that's why it took place in a mall. Everyone sort of says that he put these, these ideas into it. So anyway, the zombies kind of didn't really change much. And I would say the next big pivotal change in Zombies, because they just kind of went that whole way. Like there, there was different takes on it, yeah. uh, like like Return of the Living Dead or, or, or Dawn of the Dead and, and different ones like that. But then all of a sudden, Danny Boyle came out in the 90s with uh, 28 Days Later. and my understanding of how that got pitched was zombies weren't really a big thing at, at that point like it was basically romero and a bunch of other like like sort of like b movies and then Boyle, uh while filming the beach yeah, someone, days later was 2002 or oh, 2002 okay yeah. so we're talking even even yeah, 2002 so you said from for for 30 years from basically 1970 to 2000 zombie films weren't even that really big of a thing i think i love them because i remember You and I, and there was a big thing amongst
1: cult fans. You're absolutely right. There was always a big thing among cult fans. But we're like, like when I was in college, and I remember, like, uh, this guy told me about The Beyond, and he's like, this movie will change your life. But there was all kinds of stuff like that, and these little groups that you would meet. But as far as pop culture across the board is concerned, it hadn't crossed over.
0: Yeah. 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 It had not crossed over. There was a lot of like B movies, and we can get into some of our favorites later. Like, 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 I was like, Dead Alive was a zombie movie, or, 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 Mm -hmm. which, which would come out in there. Uh, there's lots of them that, that, that I would say are kind of, you know, that were awesome, but they were all in the same line. It was just like, these are reanimated dead and there's hordes of them and they're coming after us. But then, uh, Danny Boyle, while he's filming the beach said he had an idea and he, all his pitch was, he goes, Hey, it's like zombies, but they're fast and it's a virus. It's not really like that. We don't have anything mythical about it. This virus turns them into basically fast zombies. And, well, holy shit, I remember seeing that movie in 2002, and that was, like, kind of a game changer for zombies, because... Yeah, absolutely, because every
1: movie up to that point, as far as I know, was all slow zombies, and then when Danny Boyle came along, it was fast zombies. But, now, this is the weird thing about, like, where fans are divided on this, is that they're not technically zombies in... 28 days later, it's a virus infection that does not kill people. It just turns them into this, like have this like rage sort of people prone to their base instinct and losing like their filter and their moral judgment and everything else. And just getting real fast and having super strength and going after people. The, one of the things that makes it more, but it did highly influence the zombie genre. And yeah. one of the things that makes it, um, that makes it scarier too is that like you have a mass horde of zombies running at you it's very difficult to outrun which they once they catch you they're not going to be slowly trying to rip you apart they have strength their body their limbs and their body parts are not decaying because they're yeah. still alive
0: yeah well it so was because it was like
1: zombies in the fact that they're sort of mindless drones but just yeah,
0: it was far, far scarier in and, and, yeah. and my mind like yeah like when you have like the the typical zombie that we've seen forever where they're and although you'd see differences, like like the original Night of the Living Dead and a lot of them, they're just mindless, slow moving. And yeah. it's just this like ongoing, it's, it's scary, it's creepy, it's whatever. Then you look at like Return of the Living Dead where they talked. <laughs> right? Yeah. So they had to, <laughs> right? But they're still slow moving. And you, you always had this kind of feeling that I, you know, I could take a bunch of zombies. I'd do OK there. But 28 Days Later was the first one. that would be like, this is not a human but in human form, sprinting at me, and I like like because you're, you're but like I don't know about you like when I think about like you put yourself into a situation, if someone's running at me, you know you're like okay I can rationalize this I can do mm-hmm. something like there's no like someone's running at you sprinting with super strength holy shit like I, I'm not oh, yeah. gonna be able to run this thing it's a lot scarier oh yeah and yeah. then that whole and, and 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 to their credit I mean it's not that they called them zombies I believe they, that's the first time it was like hey well, this is basically a zombie movie but we're not calling them zombies they're infected. Right. Like, like if you look even about the next biggest influential one, which I could, I mean, we could jump to it or we'll, or we'll talk about it a bit. It's like Walking Dead, uh, yeah. which with Kirkman, which did, which is the first time it just crossed over into pop culture. And then everyone understood a zombie movie, but they never referred to them as zombies. Not once in, in The That's Walking true. Dead.
1: But they do like, like you can tell there's a lot of like nerd Easter eggs in it because yeah. they do do like, um, they have all these different types of zombies that they make up. So they'll sort of parallel different versions of zombies yeah. and movies throughout the year. So yeah. some of the zombies you'll see are all oh, yeah. the Italian ones where they're sort of like they got like their Mega the, the, Infested and
0: Zombie. Yeah. I remember one early on that was, they literally crafted it after. They, they do a lot of Easter eggs, but my understanding is. They never once over the entire yeah. course of the series refer to them as zombies, which which and they refer to them as the infected as infected or or walkers or or, yeah. or whatever, right? Um, which is interesting because they would have refer, like like I think twenty eight days later was kind of the first one that said okay, well we get the concept; these are lifeless human bodies that are coming after you. Uh, they're not necessarily zombies, they're infected, they're whatever. But we all know, like, we all know they're zombie movies. This is a zombie movie. And that 28 Days Later influenced, say, like World War Z, which is basically... Oh, yeah. and, and then it, Which it's, was written by, uh,
1: based off a book written by Mel Brooks's son, Max Brooks.
0: Max Brooks, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a big, I mean, that was a huge, I think that was the biggest budget zombie I believe so. Yeah. At, That's at the one where time. you got like
1: the computerized swarms of zombies swarms like, climbing of- up walls, like climbing over each other to make it out more walls. Yeah,
0: where it became more like a swarm. And I think yeah. there, there's a lot of movies you saw where, and I think 28 Days Later is is, is basically influenced all that, where it, it became like swarms of infected and it acted more like a virus than it did a bunch of walking dead. Um So then, I mean, we'll go through even more when we get into our favorites here, but the last big, there's two that I, they stand out. We didn't include one, but I really think it should be talked about. That was a huge influence in the zombie culture was Shaun of the Dead. Oh, absolutely. Uh, But the more I think about it, like Shaun of the Dead was the one that like made it, this can be fun. Like this is, we could take the typical one and make it fun, but post Shaun of the Dead, yeah. There became tons of comedies and romantic comedies. And like, yeah, absolutely. Like, now they're and, doing
1: like zombie musicals. They're doing zombie romantic comedies, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I would well,
0: say that Shaun of the Dead is the one that changed that because all of a sudden it, it was a very popular movie shortly yeah. after 28 Days Later. It was like 2004. And, but it was very like, it's like, oh, it's okay to do a, like create a, like a love triangle or, or something funny within this zombie world. And, and, and I think that cha- I've seen, I mean, how many times have you seen like Team angst comedy based in a zombie world films. But I, I, and Shaun of the Dead is is responsible for all of that. Yeah, and Shaun, absolutely. And Shaun of the Dead is so
1: fantastic. Well, it works on so many levels because number one, it works as a parody of zombie movies and it works as a zombie movie at the same time. Yeah, and right. it works as a comedy at the same time and a horror movie at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Plus, Shaun of the Dead is probably one of these movies out of all of them that I like to rewatch the most, that has the most fun to rewatch um now *Shauna Dead also was a so it really did kind of blow the doors off of pop culture made in 2004 and The Walking Dead was made 2010 to present so The Walking mm-hmm. Dead was more like so I think it crossed over like uh the the dramatic audience and then took all the fans that weren't horror fans and brought them in all together so I think that The Walking Dead has been the most crossover one but there was all these other ones that opened up the doors before Walking Dead was able to do that
0: yeah They're Shaun of uh, Dead primarily I think yeah Okay. Shaun of the Dead from 2004 to 2010. In 2010 is when Walking Dead came out. But 2004, 2010, I think you're right. It took it into pop culture, but they did become sort of like it could be fun. And there was a lot of fun movies came out between 2004 yeah. and 2010 where they kind of established like it's OK. No, zombie movies can go wider and they got into pop culture. But Walking Dead brought it back and said, hey, not only this, this is a serious, this, this is a serious subject matter here we can have fun within it we can we can cater to the genre fans yeah we're gonna pull this back into like this doesn't have to be goofy this can be serious and walking dead basically laid this line down that said we can have serious storylines we can have a serious ongoing dramatic Mm -hmm. piece taking place within a zombie landscape and it's going to work. So and that's the all, element of
1: it that crossed over the general public into it. They
0: brought all those people in that weren't horror fans before. The, Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So you had this sort of, like a lot of, like, Shaun of the Dead took zombies to the to the mass public because it was funny. And, like, you couldn't deny that that was a fun movie to watch, whether yeah. or not you're a horror fan. Mm-hmm. But then what Walking Dead did later was said, okay, if you're a serious film fan like like you don't like horror and you don't like you know not comedy we can be serious too
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and walking dead did that and i mean in christ that's a long so serious on, but, it can be know.
1: damn right depressing at times but it also does have yeah. some moments of level levity and some mm-hmm. great action scenes and some fantastic i mean that fantastic makeup that nicotero does on it as yeah. well too oh yeah. yeah
0: oh no i know and, and, and i love the nods and the winks that mm-hmm. they do and yeah. full disclosure i haven't watched the last season or so i kind of i uh, tuned out like a lot I of people out. did
1: after glenn got killed mm. um
0: because <laughs> no i kept going i kept going i mean that way that was that now that was interesting because I, I mean we can talk about that because as a horror fan and a zombie fan i mean and and and, and you know the comics as good as any when, when glenn and uh when glenn got his head bashed in <clears throat> and negan was introduced it, that was their big a big moment where they lost a ton of fans because yeah. were like, how could you this? i was like well for one thing it was in the comics you all knew this was coming and two like what do you expect? This is a horror film. Like, like this is a horror deal. And I, I kept watching. What, what? I lost it when they introduced and You don't. Mind if you have, if you didn't watch after that, when they introduced, uh, what the, the zero and the numbered, the, the 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 next group of zombies that they encountered, which I think they're still dealing with today.
1: Yeah, I watched up until so it was like that first part of the Negan storyline. So it was well after Glenn died. I watched like I believe like either the last half of that season because the seasons were always split up into two. Yeah. Months. But it was like after that year, I stopped watching. I did read 100 issues of the first 100 issues of the comic. Um, but, and the comic. I lost it, yeah, it well, after before. Rick
0: Grimes left because the they got rid of Rick Grimes, and that was kind of it for me. Like, I, I think shortly after Rick Grimes was gone, I. I oh, kinda...
1: spoiler alert, Ted. I didn't know. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that, that was like two years ago. Now.
1: But when they always said, like, with the Walking Dead TV series, they were like, because people were like, because it, it paralleled the comics in a lot of ways, but then it also went its own way as well. So yeah. Really,
0: yeah. Um, so I that think,
1: was kind of a, the rewarding thing about it is if you read the comics, you were treated to those Easter eggs, but they did different things than the comics did. But the comics, by the way, are even far more brutal than The Walking Dead. And The Walking Dead as a TV series, as a drama and horror series has gotten away with more violence than I think I've ever seen on any other network. Well, I guess yeah. it's AMC.
0: It's very, very yeah. true. So, so now this is all to say we've walked from 19, well, 1930 uh, uh, with the original White Zombie all the way to present time. And what you look at, when you look at from um, Romero uh, to to Danny Boyle to Kirkman and and um, Shaun of the Dead, which was actually done by um, no, it's his buddy who, who shot. Oh, it. Edgar Wright did uh, Shaun of the Dead. Edgar yeah. Wright, yeah, it's yeah. Edgar Wright who did it. Um, and you look at uh, these pivotal movies. It's basically it's like that's this is what I like about zombie films. Is it's so wide open. Like it's yeah. it's really so wide open. You can do a zombie, you can do a comedy, you can do. Horror. The world has been set, so if you're like a, and this is what I would tell to any indie film, indie horror filmmaker out there, it's like there's so much opportunity within the zombie subgenre, and it's not dead. Everyone that comes out, and and, and it's very easy to, well, not I don't want to say easy to sell, but you, you still see them being picked up on Tubi, Shutter, or whatever. Like like it's not that hard. Like how many times can we rhyme with Sean? uh to to like I've well, seen one the of seen, the dead which I've is seen like one of the version. dead yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I heard that one's dead. great i haven't
1: seen it but it hurts one of many. the dead is
0: awesome one yeah. of the dead is awesome it's got a great ending scene which i won't blow for you but it's it's available one of, awesome. of the dead is great uh they're, and, they're, and how many times can you re- redo this and they'll still pick it up i mean it's also you get a leg up if you're gonna distribute it's like oh it's a zombie movie but here's our twist and you mm-hmm. add, add your twist on it. it it could be that the zombies are a little different it could be that the, the the area we're in is a little different. Oh, it's a comedy. Oh, it's it, no, this is a straight horror. No, it's actually an action, like the Train to Busan, which was essentially a heist movie yeah. in a zombie landscape. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the world's your oyster when it comes to this. So, I, and this is where I'm like, and it
1: could be on a much smaller scale, too. Like, if you look at a movie like life after Beth it's a bit, mm-hmm. now this is sort of like splintered off from the main concepts mm-hmm. of it originally you have like, but that basically that's like about a movie about a guy that's like his girlfriend turns into a zombie. So does mm-hmm. he deal with that, that's not dealing with like the general apocalypse on the outside. It's just his girlfriend. So yeah. you can also take a much smaller scale approach to it. But yeah. I think the, the connective tissue for zombie movies that, that works before that spin off, but overall generally is that it's all about the individual versus the society. Mm-hmm. So like you're against this mass horde of like this unknown, whatever it is coming after you the numbers outweigh you individual versus society is what you always side with yeah. so the spin-offs have gone in other directions from that but generally speaking that's the connective tissue to me
0: yeah and I, I mean it's also yeah i mean there, is there another one called warm bodies that's kind of similar yeah warm
1: bodies is another like a uh, romantic comedy uh, romantic comedy movie, where yeah. the girlfriend yeah. or
0: boyfriend turns into the living dead yeah. um I mean yeah the, the, the yeah the connective tissue like but there's always this fear of losing control of your body or that right. someone's still yeah. around or that or like like there's all this kind of stuff within it but then there's just like like it's an easy concept to to sell to someone it's like oh like like for example okay let's start going through i mean i'll start with some of my sure. favorites here um we each wrote a list of course we have massive crossover within them um and i'm going to up and down like how they how they how they they differ like for example dead snow yeah, okay. this is this was awesome.
1: uh, one of the well, not one of the first, but um, one of the more like comedic uh, Nazi zombie movies. That was also a splatter movie, too. Yeah, so sort the of, fact
0: yeah. that you can say there were multiple zombie yeah. Nazi movies, is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is like now you don't have to tell me. It's like, so what is it? It's a zombie movie. That's good. Oh, by the way, the zombies, because they're on an old World War II site, are dead nazis that come back to life it's like okay like like this doesn't take too much to actually come up with like this is this is three bud lights in an afternoon like yeah like like, like to come up with the idea Mm -hmm. of dead nazis and because you're on an old world war ii site yeah And, and and it's a fantastic i mean dead snow is awesome because it's comedic and there's so much you can play off on and i and we were i mean we've joked about this before the zombie movies are so great because really all you got to do is okay you start with zombie movies a part of it you could almost play spin the wheel of other genres and just layer it on top and quickly come up with a concept yeah right like it's not too hard um so i can go up and down my the one that we we touched on obviously and it was redone and i liked both a lot was dawn of the dead yeah. Now, th- now, Dawn of the Dead, the Romero one. It's kind of interesting because the th- for me, the original Dawn, of, the original, original Night of the Living Dead, was essentially just a zombie movie. That's all it was. Yeah. Like, holy shit, hell is filled. The dead are walking the earth. We're trapped in a in a in a cabin, and and, and they're slowly coming after us. Right? Like, there there. It's a there wasn't much more to it than that, but there didn't need to be anything much more than that because it was its own kind of standalone thing. But Dawn of the Dead. <clears throat> which probably the one that got me into the genre. This is with Tom Savini was 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 a yeah, large absolutely. part of part of this. But my understanding, and I think it's been debated, is that 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 uh, um, Romero was sick of commercialism, and that's why he placed it in a mall. And he sort of thought that all when he went to a mall and saw these people walking around like zombies, he wanted to do a zombie movie <laughs> set in a mall. And uh, and it was there was more there was awesome deaths in it and it, 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 they, they 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 did you know set pieces where it's mm-hmm. like okay we're like the motorcycle gang led by Tom Savini coming in it through. also had a
1: much higher budget than the original yeah which is made I believe for under one hundred and fifty grand yeah
0: yeah and it was just an awesome movie but. It laid this theme on top, which well, a lot of people probably didn't know. When I was a kid watching it, I probably had no idea, but you go back and rewatch it and realize that he had a, a something, a theme going on there about commercialism. But fuck that. No, Dawn of the Dead, the original, was awesome. And I actually... Didn't want to like the remake with Ving Rhames. And, I like the remake.
1: I preferred the, the the Romero version, but I enjoyed the remake. Yeah.
0: I enjoyed the remake. It was it was far more violent, and they had didn't they have the zombie baby? In well, they had,
1: fast, you know, they had fast. No, they had did they had the zombie baby, and they had fast zombies. Um, so as opposed to the so of course, Twenty Eight Days Later was made before Twenty Eight Days Later was made two thousand two, and the Snyder remake it on the dead was made in two thousand four. So Twenty Eight Days Later blew out the or basically blew the doors out for like the fast zombies, but. Mm. dawn of the dead technically were zombies because they were
0: going more along the romero
1: version as of, of
0: to- who zombies are as opposed to the yeah. virus so they kind yeah. of played into both yeah. um and i'll go I'll, I'll just finish off my list because it is i we purposely made it different than yours um, obviously, 28 Days Later is in there for me. Return of the Living Dead was in there for me because it was basically a ripoff mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, a very enjoyable it. movie. And they
1: did different concepts in Return of the Living Dead, too. So Return of the Living talked, Dead. They, they talked for starters. Yeah, absolutely. They they talked and um, they needed brains as opposed to eating flesh. It was all about the brains to stay alive. Because so was, was that zombies. actually,
0: yeah. now thinking back, is that the first zombie one that needed required brains? Or, I believe or, or, so.
1: I believe so. Yeah, yeah
0: because that was one of my favorite <clears throat> they're eating the brains and they're actually yelling brains. <laughs> yeah, brains. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the, he gets on the the radio. And I, as a kid, I used to, we used to say it all the time and laugh about it is that when he gets on the radio for the, on the ambulance or on the cop car and they're like, Hey, what's going on over there? And the zombies just send more cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that was the one, it was funny. Um, it was more meant for teenagers. It was cool. They talked, but it was, they needed brains. Also, a big uh, difference in that is that so, um, so the zombie
1: on the medical table, which they talk to, they're like, Why do you eat people? She's like, Not people, brains. <laughs> so, and they're like, The pain, they were like basically describing how, like, the were experiencing the pain of being dead, unless they ate brains to distract them from it or, or right. stop the pain, which is why in the third one, Uh, melinda clark pierces herself to stop the pain but that was an interesting concept also um the zombies aren't defeated by just like hacking them apart you got to completely incinerate them because if you cut off an arm or any other body part it's reanimated like like Mm -hmm. the like the hand in evil dead 2 will come after you so they they introduced talking zombies and also like the severed limbs becoming alive so animated body parts and a different way to destroy them as well too Mm -hmm. just complete incineration any other way is not going to take them out
0: yeah. And, and so taking it to the <clears throat> next level after that, and I'm, I'm not going in any particular order here, I actually really like Day of the Dead. <laughs> the the yeah but i remember being like is it because romero took it from like oh random to okay well, this is what it's like when it's mayhem but now this is post and we're in an underground bunker hiding from the zombies and they had captured some zombies and were doing tests on them trying to figure out what what made and i i thought that was a fascinating concept yeah remember they had him absolutely. he's the cover of he's the poster on it okay yeah. like, he had a name but he's chained up and they're trying to train mm-hmm. him yeah. and they're like we're, we're <laughs> looking for a post-apocalyptic world in which we coexist with zombies yeah. and uh and, like I remember even at one point, isn't he like, like, what's his name? Bub? I think it was Bub. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And at one point, Bub has a gun. Uh (laughs) And and they're like, Bub, put the gun down. (laughs) They're trying to communicate with him. But it was the first one that really, and and it's set up now that I didn't even think about it, but Land of the Dead, which was Mm -hmm. way later. It's like, and, and and actually walking dead pulls a lot from this it's like what's after what happens afterwards all the all these movies at the time have been like what happens during the zombie apocalypse when we're just learning about it yeah and and day of the dead was was more like okay we, we know what's going on here this is we're trying to deal with it and 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 there's been a bunch of those that are kind of like if you think about almost all of them it's like oh my god the, de- the how many started with the dead are walking the earth oh my god and then people are like what it's a zombie this was the first that opened with we know where we're at we know there's zombies. Yeah. Like, like we, we've established that everybody we've, we've done, established that for years, yeah, I that's thought, true, yeah, right. And it was like, and then The Walking Dead I mean, The Walking Dead opened in, in a post apocalyptic world, so at some point, it became we didn't have to educate our audience on what zombies are, we just knew that all we had to do was say it's a zombie movie and they knew where we were at, yeah. Um, the other ones I added in here, but like the one that uh, The Horde, which is which which came out uh, during the new wave French horror uh stuff like uh inside and martyrs and all that there's there's a zombie movie called the horde which is just ultra violent and awesome it's a it's a it's a great i i i I was thinking about it i I want to rewatch it because it's been about 10 years um that one i'll put right on my list yeah oh fantastic it's just like it's one of those ones it's like Realistically, as a horror fan, one of the things we like about zombie films is the, just the just just the violence of slaughtering dead bodies, right? Like because there's no there's no emotional tie to it; they're just carcasses.
1: Well, and, it can make and, it work more as a comedy too, because there's a detachment there. So if something's yeah. dead, you don't feel the guilt of it, and people can take more like enjoyment in it without
0: feeling bad because like, it's not actual uh, living it, humans
1: that it's happening to. And, I and, guess and unless it, you're looking at twenty eight days later.
0: Twenty eight days later. Well, think about it, I had one of my favorite zombie death scenes which actually makes no physical sense. But mm-hmm. when the, there's that field of zombies and they have the helicopter and the helicopter uh, flies on an angle and the top yeah. of the blade just chops up all the zombies oh, yeah. the story uh-huh. going through it. I remember just going, it's almost one of those things. I remember sitting in the theaters, just like silently clapping. <laughs> like, just mm-hmm. be like, that is great. It's, it's almost <laughs> like in dead alive when they, he grabs the lawnmower and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, what's about to happen. And you're like, Oh yeah, here we go. And, and 28 days later had that uh, with the, the helicopter blades. Um, then the only i had three other ones on here quickly. black sheep is a, it was was an awesome take because it's about zombie sheep yeah new zealand um, yeah yeah so it's, a, it's a, a um a zombie killer sheep mm-hmm. uh definitely worth watching mm-hmm. it's pretty rad uh slither i put mm-hmm. as a zombie film because it really i don't mean it, it it's classified as a zombie film. So awesome James early James Gunn. If you haven't yeah. seen it, it was shortly after he left trauma and, and, and was getting into more mainstream, but it's with R- Michael Rooker and, and it's, it's awesome. There's some awesome stuff in there, but it's, oh, slither's it's, fantastic. Yeah. It's also, it, it's kind of body snatchers meets a zombie, but it is zombie ish. And then the last one I had is Zombie Land, because I think Zombie Land was probably the most self-aware zombie mm-hmm. film that just knew exactly what it was, what it was doing, and it was just a fun look at at, at slaughtering zombies, right? Like right. it was yeah. post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic. It knew what it was, and it was just a it was just a fun ride. So uh, that was my list. I think there's 10 in there, but but let's flip over to your favorite, then we can kind of talk through those. Okay. So so my favorite
1: is uh, of course, the original. Uh, Romero version, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, then you got the Beyond, which is the – that the was Beyond. my first introduction to Lucio Fulci. Now, I prefer that to the movie Zombie, a.k.a. as it's known as Zombie 2.
0: The Beyond is awesome. And it also has some weird shit. Too. It's not just a zombie movie. It's got some Oh, really yeah. Weird but shit. I
1: I absolutely love the Beyond. Like, the, the music is fantastic. Like, the mm-hmm. style is great. It doesn't make like it's, – it's somewhat – well, a lot of the Fulci movies are incoherent in a lot of spots. But just, like, the whole yeah. atmosphere of it and the style and, like, the – operatic music and everything and the gore is just like and then like the and then like when they go into the actual beyond and all like the zombies coming after them their eyeballs roll back i mean you just see the whites of the eyes and i mean it's just uh the beyond is one of my is one of my all-time you, favorites then then we got I was,
0: gonna, but I was gonna say if you haven't seen italian gallo horror films yeah. It's a great entry point. Absolutely, that was the movie that in college, several like the
1: the other like uh, movie nerds like they said to me, "You got to watch this movie; it will change your life." And I yeah. never heard about it before.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good entry level. Like like some some of those Gallo jallo, whatever you want to call them, yeah. Italian films are a little harder to watch because they have a different like pacing and different. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Beyond is kind of a great. Entry it has a level. good
1: dreamlike quality to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it's, it's great. a hotel that was basically built on the gates of hell bad bad architecture design uh then we've got uh of course uh dead alive the peter jackson classic which is also known as
0: brain dead um which by the way like that is one of my favorite zombie with one of my favorite zombie death scenes in all time and the only reason i didn't put it on my list is because i saw it on your list but i mean dead alive is that put so much stuff Ch- that changed my view on horror in so many ways it's such a fantastic uh, movie
1: with origins from uh uh Sumatran rat monkey uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. that that, uh, that turns people into zombies uh with a great lawnmower and intestine scene and uh, arguably one of the bloodiest oh, if yeah. the bloodiest zombie movie ever made
0: yeah and, and it, it totally tongue-in-cheek and it, it, it just such a fantastic movie but it, <clears throat> also it gives you an, like I remember like when we were in film school and doing some stuff, and of course, all the professors never really liked us because we everything we wanted to do was a horror film. And I remember this like we were trying to do something thematically on on something. He's like, so like he goes, "Why are you trying to like?" He goes, "So many people have seen this. It's just you're not going to push the envelope. Like, wh- how are you going to push the envelope?" And I'm like, "Well, we're just going to try to be gorier than everything we've we've done before." And I think Dead Alive is this example of it's like, had they not gone so over the top with it, mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't have hit as well yeah as it did and i mean if you haven't seen that you can see what's possible like that there there's a reason that launched peter jackson and 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 create and and reached cult status is because it's so over the top like they do (laughs) so much at the end and and it's like it's just one way to go it's like well how are you gonna do what are you gonna do with zombie movies we're just gonna make this way more gory than than any other anyone else has done it it's so over the top that it just
1: becomes like straight up fun and almost like a cartoon, but the, but the, the comedy in it is just spot on.
0: And, and it's all practical it, effects. It's all, pra- yeah. like it's all, it's amazing.
1: The same stuff that I enjoyed about dead alive is a lot of the stuff, same stuff that I enjoyed about Frank and Zed. Um, and also like the, it was hilarious to me because it was made uh, after evil Dead too. And, it featured a very like new zealand version of bruce campbell in there that's what the main <laughs> actor reminded me of um but that was like cool super cool like great effects like when the mom turns into a giant like uh, rat creature
0: towards the end oh so good it just, it's fantastic but also you know what it does you know what it does prove out mm-hmm. there i might as well keep going with this it's yeah like- you're not limited with zombie movies. Like go rewatch some of these other ones. Like even look at those last two from the beyond to, to dead alive. I mean, these are two different ways to go with them. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. There's just so much room with the fact of like, whether it's a monkey that bites a guy Um, and turns everyone into zombies or a meteor hits and it turns, or or it's a virus or who cares how it started, come up with something new and then you can do whatever you want with this genre. Like that's, that, that one proves out. You can literally do whatever you want to in this genre.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Two sides of the same coin, the beyond, uh, very like freaky, disturbing, scary with, with a lot of over the top gore. Then you got dead alive, same thing, but hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <It's super enjoyable. laughs> then we got a uh, reanimator mm-hmm. uh, now this one, was uh, a stewart gordon classic uh this is lovecraft inspired and but not like lovecraft monsters but like reanimating the dead but through medical science so jeffrey combs is this mad scientist reanimating people that become zombies but that one sort of like really became like a really fun over the top uh cult movie not as not as nearly as funny as like dead alive or anything else like that but somewhere in between
0: but it also, I mean, it stands today. I see reanimator shirts. Oh, it holds up, up awesomely. It, yeah, yeah. it holds up, and it's it's more subtle than a dead mm-hmm. alive. Like, right? Yeah, like it's a more <laughs> yeah. subtle. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, then Serpent in the Rainbow, mm. uh, the West Craven movie, and this movie also has a dreamlike quality to it. So this goes back to like the Haitian roots of zombies, but. They're using it more along the lines of when they used to use slaves and they used to give people this drug that would make them sort of mindless drones. Now, this is based off of a book, which is this potion or this um, sort of poison that comes from this blowfish. And there may have been something else incorporated into that. But that was what they were using to control people in this and what Bill Pullman came over to investigate in it. And it also includes one of the most uh, disturbing scenes where he gets his scrotum nailed uh, to Mm -hmm. the chair. And I remember yeah. turning that off. That was like one of the first movies that I turned off, and I was like, uh, oh, this is freaking me out for a bit. It took about like 10 or so minutes. So I had to turn it back on. But it was like the dreamlike quality incorporated with like the Haitian origins is great. And it makes sense because Wes Craven got famous from Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Yeah. And what's, I mean, it's, I'm glad you put it in there too, because it is, that it is a zombie movie. It goes back to the mm-hmm. original roots of a zombie movie, you know, whereas like everything else, like there's certain. Walking Dead, I don't believe ever comments on how dead walk the earth. It just it just it just does. Yeah, uh, like a dead alive, like we were talking about. It's a monkey that's infected, but sometimes it's a meteor. But I think it's an, actually a subgenre of the zombie films that hasn't been explored enough, like the, the Haitian voodoo roots of, mm-hmm. of it, where. They actually create a zombie, right? Like they actually create yep. and 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 and, and like actually, a witch doctor
1: or a Bokur, I think they used to call him. But yeah. yeah, and,
0: and then and then I mean, this is a, this is an angle on zombie films that could totally be explored now that has not been explored much. Like for me, the scene in there is when he's it, it still creeps me out thinking about it is when he's he's under the spell and they think he's dead and they bury him. Yeah. Oh, and the whole coffin just fills up in the the coffin and he's sitting in there screaming, but no one can see him. And he thinks he's dead and the dirt's going on top. Like there's some creepy, creepy stuff in there. And, um, yeah, Yeah, I mean, that will never leave my mind. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) but I also think today when we look at, we're talking about, Oh, look at all the zombie films that are out now. It's like that side of it, that Haitian voodoo potion, uh, side of zombies that they can be created. And and they even have it in this backstory of certain mm-hmm. people. If remember that they the reason they did it is to turn them into slaves. Like yep. you no, know, we needed people to work the farms yep. and worker areas. So we would mm-hmm. take people and use this potion to turn them into zombies so we could control them. That's scary. And there's like there, yeah, and, 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 that is scary. And 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 apparently, if you can still read today on, on certain articles that they think the Haitian voodoos could do it, <laughs> they were yeah. that has not been revisited a lot there's no. probably a lot of opportunity within there that's uh, uh, a yeah that's just you know thinking about it. that was a cre- there's a lot of creepy concepts in there
1: and then uh Frank and ed of course that's the one that i talked about earlier so i won't go into that anymore but fantastic uh then you got cemetery man which is um think of like a lucio fulci movie uh it's also an italian horror movie but funny um so it's about this caretaker of the cemetery and the dead keep coming back after like a number of days and he has to keep killing them, putting them back in the ground. But there's a lot of uh, great moments of gore and comedy in that one as well, too. And then there's like a romance and then she dies and comes back as well. But that one is fantastic. Uh, Then you got Zombieland, which is just a lot of fun. And it also sort of refreshed the genre by bringing up a bunch of different rules to survive. You know, there's like the cardio, the double tap, everything else. And then Uh, the the great chemistry between Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson, too. Yeah. And I even like the sequels. Zombieland 2 was pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed the sequel as well, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, for me, the takeaway kind of here is is like when I think about all these zombie films and we think about everything from Serpent of the Rainbow to Zombieland to Dead Snow, whatever, there's a lot of room still for me. Like I still, like I said, and part of the issue is I see a lot of indie films like I was going through the Wheel of Tubi just picking random stuff. It's like there's some interesting ideas there, but a lot of people just kind of resort back to. okay there's it's a zombie film and let's just change the setting they're in a prison they're in a it's easy to fall back on the concepts you're familiar with yeah yeah. and and the concept really is like well they're in a zombie let's do a zombie movie and we'll just take make it take place in a school okay so a school's trapped in a in a a, and i don't even know if that exists but i'm just making an example here but when you think about this swath that you could pull Mm -hmm. from 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 the Haitian influence to, to dead alive where it's over the top to how they get infected, whether it's a virus and how people act. And, and, and remember, there's like, it doesn't take much more to get a little more interesting and add that into your script when you're, when you're like, I just think there's a lot more we could do. I like now just talking through it. I'd love to see more about the Haitian voodoo. zombie.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see them revisit that. Cause it has been a while since they have, because the definition of the zombie has changed so much since that happened from White Zombie origins in 1932 to
0: now, right. you know. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's still so much we could do. And then, hey, don't forget about Black Sheep about yeah. about killer zombie sheep. <laughs> like, so literally, yeah. the world is your oyster when it comes to it. And I don't. Has think there's a zombie shark movie yet? Well, we'll discover that. Oh, there has to dead. be. if there's not, if there's <laughs> not. I'm gonna go put it. I gotta put it. Re- like, By just the way, the
1: URL. This yeah. is a um, this is a great moment. Well, one of the things that everybody remembers about the Lucio Fulci zombie classic is that it features a shark fighting a
0: zombie. That is true. That <laughs> is true. A shark fighting a zombie. It was also was the first one. It was like, of course they can go underwater like yeah. that then that happened later land of the dead yeah. had that and a bunch mm-hmm. of other ones where they just walked through the bottom of the ocean or a <laughs> lake because well, the, the, why you don't need to breathe you're dead yeah but it is true that the that fulci was the one that basically has a zombie <laughs> fighting a shark which is classic and there's some weird facts
1: thing. about that too like where they had uh, i guess it was like a tiger shark that was really dangerous so they had to drug it up quite a bit and there wasn't a lot of protection for the guy in the zombie suit fighting the sharks so. that so he very well could have easily been killed doing a film. Yeah, oh no, watch the scene. It's a,
0: it's, a, it's, a, it's a, there's no faking it. This is not a CG shark. Like, yeah. like like it's classic. It's classic. But anyhow, I mean that's to me. If you're a if you're a filmmaker and you're and you're and you're trying to think of well, let's look at it both ways. Like if you're an indie filmmaker and you're thinking and you like zombies, I think there's a lot of room. Really, it just instead of going two bud lights deep into coming up with a mm-hmm. story, go about three or four. Yeah. You just gotta layer another something else on top of it because you like spin it upside down because there's so much more, there's so much more to be done. And and I do see when I go look at them now that a lot of them are tired, like, like not only say tired, but it's sort of like, they're just revisiting the same stuff again. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't care if you have a low budget, like there's, there's, you can do something different. Like you like, said, the world's your oyster. Like if you want ice. to do, it's the most, uh, one of the most adaptive,
1: genres that's become a million different subgenres now if you want to make a comedy if you want to make a straight up scary horror movie you can anywhere you want to go with it you can or you can yeah. spiral it off and any kind of side thing you want because people are familiar with it enough now you can really do whatever you want with it
0: mm-hmm. I, and I, redefine
1: I the definitions of it if you want as well
0: too you know yeah there's it's still ripe for redefinition like it it, it, it keeps changing but you know there's 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 more room to grow there's more room to grow in it uh so yeah that was a good deep dive into zombie films hopefully people get something out of that um and and now i i have thought I mean every once in a while we should do this do a deep dive into a yeah genre. absolutely and, and one we're gonna do soon is shark movies well this basically just kind of scratches the surface
1: but um as much as we can cover for the amount of time that we have
0: yeah oh yeah 100 percent but you know hopefully it gives opens up people's yeah. eyes to, to to the different zombie movies that are out there so while we're looking at our own stuff you know it, we'll, we'll we'll do deep dives into genres that hopefully get of other people ideas there are ones that need mm-hmm. like we can like just quickly i mean like vampire movies have kind of been dead for a while like i wonder if there's something like that'd be an interesting yeah. one to kind of revisit they kind of peaked like twilight kind of killed them. like, uh, like literally did like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's sort of like it's like it all of a sudden it's like yeah death, you can't do it, it again there's <laughs> got to be a rebirth there at some point werewolf movies you haven't that that has not been as successful to kind of bring back you know slasher movies have never gone away so cool. there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff we can visit. So we'll, you know, every once a, maybe once a month we'll look. That's at what's great about genre.
1: the the indie horror genre or horror in general is that it's sort of limitless on what you can explore for it. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right. So we'll do this again, as as long as people like it. And Hey, uh, if you're out there and you want us to talk about something, I don't know, like I, we, I don't really know much about if, what, if people want us, what they want us to talk about. So if people want us to do deep dives, you know, please let us know. Or if you want us to talk more about independent, like actual films or talk about something else, let us know. So, um, because if you've made it to this part of the podcast, uh, you know, we really want to keep you, keep you around and have you as part of our community. So go to deadharvey.com, shoot us a note, honestly, send us an email. If you've done a film, we'll talk about it. If you want us to talk about something in specific, let us know. Uh, cause we need more people in our community and we want to, uh, tell more stories that people care about.
1: Yeah. So- let us know what your favorite zombie movie is and what you believe has been the most influential or perhaps like stuck out in your mind or you think has been like the greatest asset to the genre
0: yeah exactly so deadharvey.com subscribe to our e-newsletter follow us on social media uh, and wherever you're listening to podcasts please subscribe that's all I got you got anything else yeah watch some of these great uh,
1: puppet and zombie classics and have a great week it
0: gets up and kills the people it kills get up and kill this situation must be
1: controlled before it's too late they are multiplying too rapidly